Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. A geek in the street means you're a freak in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Van Girls Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julie. And we are so excited to dish and spill the tea with you today. Today, we are breaking down Geeked Week. Geeked Week is a week long event put on by Netflix that gives you a boatload of updates and information on all your favorite fandoms. I like to think of it as Netflix's virtual version of Comic Con that's strictly guided for Netflix shows. Geeked Week can be watched on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, and TikTok. So pretty much everywhere except Netflix, which is hilarious to me because when I first heard about the event, I immediately went to Netflix to put the show in my queue, but it wasn't there. All that to say, we watched it and we got a ton of new info on some of our favorite shows like Stranger Things, Umbrella Academy, Shadow and Bone, and The Witcher to share with you all. So this is the part of the show where we usually dish and we tell you updates on casting, filming dates, and that sort of thing. But this week, it's going to be a super dish, which is going to be a combination of spilling the tea, which means spoilers, and the dish. So updates. So this is a very spoiler-heavy episode. Riding on the heels of our Witcher episode, we do have some updates for you all. Uh, Netflix recently released a teaser trailer, and it was about 12 seconds long, and it was of series distorted thoughts. My hot take is that this is what Siri sees when she blacks out when she's having her episodes. So what we were discussing in about book two mm-hmm. in our Witcher episode. Yeah, in our Witcher episode, you know, she takes these magical herbs, passes out, and this is what she sees and she foresees death and so forth. So I thought Netflix did a great job with this teaser trailer. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The other big Witcher news to really look forward to, mark your calendars. Witcher Con is coming your way, folks. Next month on July 9th and 10th, 2021, Witcher Con is coming in hot. Okay. Per Kotaku.com, and they got their info per the CDPR press release. Witcher Con will air in two streams, one at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on July 9th, and the other at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on July 10th. And it will share details about the worlds of The Witcher, video games, and the TV series. So in addition to The Witcher, Monster Hunter, a mobile game, the con will also feature intimate looks and never-before-seen reveals about the games, the show, and the show's upcoming spinoffs. Which brings me to my next exciting announcement. Netflix also has a spinoff in the pipeline coming up soon. So it's currently, or it's about to be in production. It's called The Witcher Blood Origin. Per IMDb, it's a six-episode miniseries set in the Elven world 1,200 years before the show started. Okay, So centering on the origins of the very first Witcher, it'll detail how Witchers, which are enhanced monster hunters with supernatural abilities, came to be. Where can we stream WitcherCon? WitcherCon will stream on Netflix and CD Projekt Red's YouTube and Twitch channels. In other super exciting news from Geek Tweet, we have all the episode titles from Umbrella Academy Season 3. So the hosts of Geek Tweet spoke with Steve Blackman, who is the creator of the show. He 
said that it's going to be an even wilder, bigger, and zanier season. And that's a direct quote. So are you guys ready for the episode titles? Bring it. (laughs) Episode one, meet the family. So I'm guessing that this is the new family in the alternate reality that we meet at the end of season two. Episode two is the world's biggest ball of twine. Don't know what that means. I got nothing. Yeah, I've got nothing. Number three, pocket full of lightning. Ooh. Yeah, sounds like pocket full of sunshine. And somebody probably has a lightning-based power that sure. is from the other family. Oh, that's a good point. So, like, I wonder if everybody's double has a different power. That cater, you know, that's just slightly opposite. Right, because at the end of season two, the finale, they come back to their house and they see replicas of themselves. And now it's the Sparrow Academy and Ben is alive and everybody's just a little bit darker and a little bit creepier. So yeah, who's to say? I mean, they could have opposite abilities now. So the next episode, episode four, is called Google Blitz. So this is a German word for black hole, but one that is formed from radiation as opposed to matter. Now, I am no science buff, so I'm not really sure what that means. Somebody might have a power of, like, radiation. I like to do something. But, I mean, they do jump time, you know, when they go back. Yeah, five has that ability. Yeah. So the next one is called, episode five is called The Kindest Cut. I just think Mercy Kill. Oh, that's a good, yeah. That's a good thing. I don't know. I could be way off, but that's what I think. Okay, and so episode six is called Miracle. Super fans who have read the comic books, this will mean something to them. I have not read the comic books. Do not shame me. But this apparently is significant. And this was coming from Netflix Geek Week. Yes, this is from They were Netflix. stating Steve that Blackman's lips, this is what he said. Oh, okay. Yes. I'll be Zane. There's episode seven, and that's German for goodbye. Somebody's leaving, somebody's dying, something's happening. Yeah, that's how I would take it. Yep. Episode eight. Get ready. Wedding at the end of the world. Who the heck is getting married? Mm -hmm. I think it's Lucas and Allison. They finally. Do you think they would ever get married? Even though they're what if it's their other selves? Their other selves. Maybe. I don't know. So nine is called Six Bells, and Steve Blackman said that we will know what this means once we've gotten to the this point. In this season. Okay. Heads up, look for clues on like leading up to it. Yeah, what six spells okay. will mean. Episode 10, which is the season finale, is called Oblivion. That's uh, very vague. I know that sounds super ominous too. Well, because there's all there's been an oblivion kind of at the end of each season. Yeah, it's every season has started with this uh, apocalyptic beginning. So I can't help but think it'll once again lead up to this ominous apocalypse. Yeah, there's kind of this theme of, you know, impending doom that they need to escape throughout the entire season. They're trying to figure it out. Well, mostly it's five trying to figure it out and everybody else is not getting their act together. Without altering history to make sure that they don't screw up the timeline. And then they did. So who knows what that timeline screw up will lead to. Well, apparently it's going to lead lead to oblivion in the season finale (laughs) so i'm really looking forward to this season especially i really just miss klaus i just need to see me some klaus on screen i 
every season thus far, I've thoroughly enjoyed Allison's storyline. Yes. She, is she going to see her daughter? Right? I mean, I feel like her character in general just has a lot of depth. There's so many layers. Yeah. Like she's trying to be strong, but I know like as a mom myself to like miss your child, like there's going to be this underlying sense of heaviness and grief. that's just below the surface. And you can see that in her portrayal of Allison, right? It's so clearly there. And she's trying, you know, she got married in the sixties and she's trying to make the best of it. But you know that she's below at the her. surface. Yeah. It's eating at her. Yeah. And that's why she leaves her husband, you know, because she's going to go back to her time. Like nothing, mm-hmm. nothing comes before your love yeah. of a child. So. Absolutely. I overall just think it's a great ensemble cast. Like everybody's storyline matters and it's relevant and it flows really well with the show. Yeah. I love seeing just the dysfunction of a family with a lot of siblings. There's four of us siblings and just some of this stuff is so funny. Like when Diego says to Allison that she never uses her powers. And then she says, I heard a rumor that you punched yourself in the face and then he punches himself in the face. And it's just hilarious because you do, you bicker with your siblings and they have that down so well. They really do. Yeah. It's a great cast. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. What's next? What you got? Moving on to exciting stuff. Uh, We've got some Stranger Things updates for you guys. Yes. So as we know, Stranger Things has been very tight-lipped on all things season four related because it's the last show. The hype for every season is very real. The show takes forever to create as it should because every season just continuously gets better and better. And in true Stranger Things fashion, they once again have kept a lot of things very tight-lipped. But we do have the updates that we do have for you involve casting and some other fun things to look forward to. So before we start that, here is my disclaimer on Stranger Things. Uh, I don't do scary at all. I don't either, usually. Whatsoever. That being said, it took a global health pandemic to get me out of my comfort zone, plus or minus Lauren, saying, you got to check this show out. It's really good. And so I finally did that. Got out of my comfort zone, and I really enjoyed it. So for anyone who doesn't do scary, I do feel you, but it's most definitely worth watching. I just remember texting you once I finally started watching the episodes and the commentary. I I was going through my old text messages, and I was like, oh, this is not looking good for Barb. Yeah, (laughs) not at all. (laughs) Um, I just remember, like, what is with this upside down? Yeah. Like what, what am I missing here? Oh, wow. That, nope, that does not look good. Oh no. That is not a place where I'm going to have a vacation. No. And oh, my first hot take on a a Demi Gorgon. I was like, oh, that thing has to be female. Like hands down. That is the angriest walking hoo-ha I have ever seen. (laughs) Like I am steering clear of that. And I can't help but think like, is this the Duffer brothers interpretation of like the angriest female that's like crossed their path? Possibly. Just you, you wonder like why is their head shaped that way? And you're like, whoa, not a flower. Ew. Yeah. yeah you're so like, gross. What is going on here? And I think what takes your mind off the scary part of it is because of the camaraderie of the cast. There's it's so fun and so nostalgic back to those 80s movies like Back to the Future. Yes. And things like that. So you kind of get lost in that and the friendships and Steve's glorious hair 
I mean, just <laughs> it distracts you from the angry, toothy monster. I don't think anything can. If I saw that walking my way, I'd be like, hard pass. No, thank you. Moving on to production. This is coming straight out of Netflix's Geeked Week. Uh, filming for season four is still in production. So they are working super hard to bring us the best season yet. So get excited, folks. The Duffer Brothers did also release some casting information. So that was their big treat during Netflix's Geeked Week. Yeah. Are you a fan of Anne of Green Gables? You mean Anne with an E? Anne with an E, yes. Yes, the Netflix show. Yes, I'm a fan of both. Okay. As are the Duffer Brothers. I would have never have guessed. One of their newest cast members is Amy Beth McNulty, and we know her from Anne with an E. I'm so excited. Yes, and they also released uh, just like a tiny, cute Easter egg that the Duffer Brothers are so obsessed with Anne of Green Gables that that's why they made sure Hopper was reading to L. Yeah, so he was reading like an excerpt from Anne of Green Gables based on their own childhood. That's really cool. And I'm so glad that she's in this show because when we got the news that Anne with me wasn't going to get another season, Nina and I were so sad because we loved that show. So I'm just glad to see her in something else that's really good. Yeah. And they were very tight-lipped on her role. Like they said her name was Vicky, but they didn't dive into what her character was. I could see her being like a baddie. That could happen. That could definitely be a thing. But they released other casting information and what these roles will be. Oh, let's hear it. So, Miles Truitt will be playing Patrick, a, who is a popular player for Hawk and Tie, until shocking event sent his life spiraling out of control. Hmm. So I'm okay. wondering if like a family member runs into a demigorgon and he's trying to prove that demigorgons exist or whatever the case may be. Maybe he gets lost in the upside down. That could be it. Accidentally. That's a very, that's a way better take. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Regina Ting Chen will play Ms. Kelly, who's a popular guidance counselor at Hawkins High, who is very dedicated to her students. I cannot wait to see those, you know, meetings in the counselor, <laughs> right. in the counselor's office. Like each one of the kids, they're like, just having a rough time. I know nothing. <laughs> like, how do you explain that and the effects of being in the upside down and your friends almost dying a bunch of times. That's going to be good. Yeah. And then Grace Van Dyne will play Chrissy, a popular lead cheerleader with a very dark secret. Oh yeah. She killed somebody. I don't know. Yeah. She took some. So that's what I'm going to guess. Yes. They released all this information on casting, but keep in mind, Amy Beth McNulty's character was mum. So my hot take is that the Dever brothers are taking if the Duffer brothers are taking time out of their day to introduce you and not speak about your storyline, it must be significant to the show. Okay, so here's my first thought when you say that. She could be this season's Billy. Oh. Because he had he played a huge role mm-hmm. in what happened. And I'm wondering if they need that sort of catalyst character that makes a bunch of stuff happen. Yeah, and then, I mean, he sacrificed himself in season three. He did. Mm-hmm. So that could be a thing. Yeah. Other things to put in your queue. There is now a new Stranger Things scripted podcast called Rebel Robin Surviving Hawkins. It's a six part companion to the novel prequel starring Maya Hawk and Sean Mayer. That's yeah. So we here with the Believe Podcast Network have a new scripted podcast 
called the bystanders. So I've never listened to anything other than, you know, that as far as a genre that's scripted. Those are so fun. Remember like back in the day when like, did your parents ever get like the book on tape or like the tape of like a Disney movie? It has that kind of a vibe. It's super fun to listen to a story on your drive or whatever. Mm -hmm. So their catchphrase was, and the monster you didn't see coming, Hawkins High. My initial take is the giant demigorgon spider that's on steroids that they keep showing in Will's visions and nightmares and so forth. I feel like that's the monster that they're alluding to in this six-part series. Okay, I'm going to have to listen to that. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Maya Hawk does a great job narrating. Just the intro of it had me hooked. I love yeah. this show. And I love the friendship that she has with Steve. I know. I think it's really helping his character grow. Same. Because, you know, he's used to being like this womanizer and she's like, mm, sorry, no, we're yeah. going to be friends. Right. But, and their friendship was really sweet, too, at the end of that. So I'm going to have to listen to that because I love her. In other late-breaking Stranger Things news, Netflix Geeked Week also announced that a Stranger Things video game is coming out. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, They didn't announce a date or any other advertising, but they did show a clip from the video game. Oh, what was in the clip? The giant spider beast on steroids from season three. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, no, it looks really cool. I just wish I was more of a gamer. But for gamer fans, this is something for you guys to get excited about. Yeah. Something else that's really cool that Netflix Geek Week made a point of showing was this drive through Hawkins, Indiana, Stranger Things drive through experience. They showed footage while my anxiety could not handle it. Lauren, you got to go, didn't you? Yes. So my husband and I took our 16-year-old daughter to LA to see this. And it was so fun. You stay in your car the whole time. You tune into the radio station and you can hear all of the narration. And you kind of start with this sort of like pep rally where one of the teachers from Hawkins High is pretending like it's a high school reunion. And you can start there and then you drive into this parking garage. And each layer is like a part of season three. So you, you go through the upside down, you go through the kind of chamber below the mall where like the Russian people are at. Yes. And I have to say their casting was so on point. Not only did these actors look eerily similar, even just their height and like their, their stature, it was like, oh my gosh. And then at the end, there's like this big ending and there's a bunch of different 11s. Yes. I'm like, how did you find a bunch of people that look or the same? Like, what are these quadruplets? Right. It was crazy. It was so good. I would highly recommend going. It's such a fun experience. It's just different. It's like an interactive theater play. Right. And again, they did this in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah. So it was super pandemic safe. I mean, I was, as I was watching the footage, their actors were wearing masks. They were following protocol perfectly. So to be able to put on that kind of a production and still be pandemic safe, I was impressed. Yeah. And it was just cool that they gave us something to look forward to and do in between filming, knowing that it got halted during the pandemic and everything, Mm -hmm. but also just something to go and do. Absolutely. You know, during a time where everything's closed and there's nothing to do. So they extended the dates 
And we got to jump on that because we didn't do it when it first came out. But then when they did the date extension, they were like, um, yes, sign me up. And it was super fun. Yeah, I bet Lena loved it. Yeah, she had a grand old time, especially when Steve came out and he like <laughs> came right over to our car and was like, said it was part of the play. And he's like, said something. And I got a really good picture of him. And Lena and Audrey were in the backseat, just like losing their minds because everybody loves mom Steve. I mean, as one does. Okay, now it's time to move on to Shadow and Bone news. So I don't know if you guys tuned into our Shadow and Bone episode, but you really should go back and do that now because get excited. We are getting a season two of Shadow and Bone. Yeah, baby. And I cannot wait to see them dive into the story because we know that General Kerrigan has these little shadow people now that follow him to do stuff. Right. And... Those are terrifying. Yeah. Alina and Mal, they're on the run, basically. Yes. So I can't wait to see what happens with that. So that was all of the news that we got. We didn't get any more like casting updates or filming. We know that it is starting soon. There hasn't been an announcement that it has started filming on Ben Barnes's Instagram. He said that they were renewed for season two and now it just has to be written, prepped, filmed, and edited. So that was on his Instagram and it was like a picture of his face with all of the cuts and scars on it. from when he got into a little tussle with the Volcro when he was in the fold at the end of season one. Oh, wow. He still looked hot though. Yeah. Not going to lie. I think it just adds to his character. Yeah. He gives him a rugged sort of look. Definitely. And now it is time for the Fangirl Spotlight of the Week. This week, the Fangirl Spotlight of the Week goes to Marco Bongiorno. If you guys don't know who this is, then get excited because Marco is the creator of the real-life replica of the Pizza Planet truck inspired by the Pixar movie Toy Story. We are having Marco on the show this summer, and we are super excited to talk with him. Check out his website to see his amazing Pizza Planet truck at pizzaplanettruck.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear all our latest episodes. We want to answer your burning questions, so give us a follow on Instagram at the Fangirls Podcast and Twitter at the underscore fan underscore girls and like our community page on Facebook to join the conversation. See you next time. Chop it like it's hot. Chop it like it's hot. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following Netflix or any of the shows that we mentioned today in today's episode. Or Pixar. Or Pixar. Mm-hmm. We're just super dedicated. Super dedicated fans. Big fans. Big fans. Super big fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.